Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by Natural Vitality, makers of Natural Calm, featuring nature's relaxing magnesium mineral which reduces stress symptoms, promotes better sleep, provides sustainable energy, soothes nerves, relieves muscle cramping, supports heart and bone health, and hundreds of other activities in the human body. Visit naturalvitality.com forward slash anxiety slayer to get a free sample of the number one selling magnesium supplement in the natural market. Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my wonderful friend and business partner, Ananga Sivier. We come together weekly on Skype to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and enjoy answering listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. And together we share a powerful collection of techniques to reduce anxiety. Today we're going to be talking about how you can sleep better and calm your anxiety. Welcome, Ananga. Hi, Shan. Lovely to be with you again this week. You too, and a real favorite topic of mine as well. Mine too. Being wired and overtired is ruining the sleep of millions of people. And if you're one of them, we hope you'll enjoy today's podcast on how to improve both the quality and quantity of your sleep. Sleep is something that's really important to give a little space and time and preparation to. And when we have small kids, we normally have what we call a bedtime routine where we give them a bath, settle them down, make sure they're not thirsty, read them a story. And as adults, we seem to expect to just run and dive into the bed and we're just going to go to sleep. But for many of us, it doesn't work like that. So what we're going to be sharing today are ways to help us prepare for really restorative, healthy sleep that in turn helps reduce our anxiety. Yes, because when you find yourself in, a, in that cycle of sleep loss, it's amazing how quickly it will kick in anxiety, stress. Anytime you've had a conversation with somebody or you've had your own experience, you know what that feels like. You know, it's not any fun. And so there are so many choices that we can make to better care for ourselves. Yeah, trouble sleeping can make almost everything worse. It's like sometimes we have a conversation with somebody and you'll notice that they're irritable or they're not focused or they're just not looking comfortable. And you ask them, are you okay? Half the time they'll say, oh, I'm just tired. So really it's an important investment, investing in sleep. Those who suffer from lack of sleep will try almost anything to get a decent night's rest. But sometimes what we think of as solutions are just actually aggravating the underlying problem. Again, yeah, it's, it's about good choices and preparation. Sometimes we think that we're going to nod off in front of a, a relaxing show or different ideas that, that we have or do a crossword or something. We really need to be in the mood to let our, our mind wind down. One of the most common misconceptions about sleep is if we're tired enough, it'll just happen. But thousands of people are falling into bed exhausted every night and they're laying there wide awake for hours. So the secret to good sleep is to be willing to prepare for it, setting the scene, creating a routine, 
that encourages restorative sleep is the first step. I'm glad that you brought up the importance of quieting our minds before sleep, because I think in this age of Netflix and having computers available, having our phones available, there's so much that's coming through the screen, so much activity. And whether we realize it or not, we need a break. We need to rest from the technology before we can actually rest when we go to bed because you get wired. And the trouble with a tired and wired mind is that it's hard to settle down. So the challenge with this is that it does take some effort and preparation to calm your mind and clear your head in preparation for sleep. But once you get used to practicing, it's like anything else. You don't want to be in a place of exhaustion, which makes everything more difficult. You want to be in a place where you can say, okay, here's what I know I'm doing now that isn't working. Now what can I do that might help me get beyond this so that I can start to get a good night's rest? And when you do, the, the rewards can be quickly felt and appreciated. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be a, a big thing. You know, I know we're, we're busy, we're working in the day and in the evening we just want to stop and rest and when it's time to sleep, we just want to sleep and we get very aggravated if we can't sleep and unfortunately that's a big part of the problem. So we can make it fun. One thing that really helps is to create a good environment for sleep. You can use blankets, throws, cushions to make your sleeping place feel soft and secure. Maybe change up the bed linen, choose peaceful colours. Have a think about what just feels soothing for you, a place that feels safe and soft to settle down in. Really important, as we've touched on here, to banish screens from the bedroom, devices like iPads, mobile phones, TVs. All these things are, are stimulating to the brain. It's bringing incoming information, which even if it's information we enjoy, it's information. It's making the brain tick over. So really important to keep those things out of the bedroom. Use dim lighting, and if you find it relaxing, you could play some gentle relaxation music, classical music, or even sounds of nature softly in the background. Personally, I like to sleep really with no sound at all, so I've been experimenting with earplugs. You know, that's one of my favorite things to do, (laughs) and found some really soft ones that I can sleep in all night, and they don't make my ears feel achy in the morning, as many earplugs can. So. Sometimes I'll just have one in. I'll have my head on the pillow without an earplug and the ear hole facing up will have an earplug in it just to turn things down. I really like it quiet when I sleep. So experiment with what helps you go into a a deeper sleep. And I like to have the sound of the humidifier or the sound of the fan uh, because I sleep so softly. Any sound will wake me up. But when I have a fan or the humidifier going, uh, I can sleep much more soundly. So that's, that's been a thing. You know, that's it made it a little bit interesting when, when we travel <laughs> because, because there's not always the option. But that is what works for me. That's interesting to me because we both know that we're easily woken up. Mm-hmm. Now, if we were sharing a room, your humidifier would drive me nuts. Right. But I'd have my earplugs, so I'd be okay. My husband, he likes to sleep with the sound of rain. Yeah. Quietly playing. So it's good to experiment with different things, different different environments. I have a friend, and if you have as much as a standby light on a speaker on in the room, she will go and stick a piece of paper over it. She likes total dark. So do I, total darkness. 
absolutely total darkness. <laughs> then we won't be sharing a room soon because <laughs> I like light. So funny. I have fairy lights on. So, you know, it's good to just find out, experiment, find out your environment. Make your nice, comfortable sleep environment. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about what happens when we're so tired and wired and how this can increase anxiety and what you can do about it. You need magnesium for hundreds of activities in the human body, yet over 70% of Americans don't get the minimum daily requirements of this vital mineral. Natural Calm is the number one selling magnesium supplement in the natural market for over a decade. Natural Calm reduces stress, promotes better sleep, helps relieve headaches, provides sustainable energy, soothes nerves, relieves muscle cramping, supports heart and bone health, and so much more. It's available in a variety of delicious organic flavors, and Natural Calm makes a great anti-stress drink. Visit naturalvitality.com forward slash anxiety slayer to get your free sample. Before the break, we were talking about how you could experiment with colors and lights and sounds and all of the things that you might need to change up in your bedroom before you get a, a good night's sleep. And now we're going to talk about what happens when we're tired and wired and why that increases anxiety. And most of us are, many of us are. Yeah, according to Ayurveda, poor sleep causes a disturbance to an energy in Ayurveda called Vata Dosha. For those who've heard us talk about Ayurveda before, you'll already be familiar with these terms. If you're new to listening to us, Ayurveda is India's ancient science of living a long and healthy life. And there are three primary energies or doshas, three types in Ayurveda, vata, pitta and kapha. And vata is made of air and ether. So these three types, they're made of the different building blocks that build us and the universe around us, earth, water, fire, air and ether. For good sleep, we need to be grounded, we need to feel stable, steady, and settled. And when our vata, the airy, ethereal side of us, is disturbed, that increases stress, it increases anxiety, it makes us feel disconnected, unsettled, ungrounded, it makes us feel chatty, talkative, wired, and really, really hard to settle down. Bringing in screens and stimulating information into the bedroom provokes that further. So. For sleep, we need to think grounded, still, steady, quiet, safe. And we can increase that sense of groundedness and that increase that earth energy in the body in a variety of different ways. And perhaps the most effective and easiest way to do that is to use oil massage. Oil massage is so nice. And, and same with uh, taking a nice, hot, relaxing bath as well. Uh, we've talked about bathing and oil massage and the two of them together even better if you can set up a routine for yourself but if you can only do one thing oil massage is going to be quite nice for you and even if um, you're only applying it to your feet you know if you can't do a, a full massage in your entire body it's amazing what happens just by putting some oil on your feet how the energy is drawn from your mind, you know, from your head down to your feet. Yeah, it's quite incredible. I and mean, there are several things you can do for a combination of this. You can massage 
oil it into your feet and then soak your feet in warm water with Epsom salts. Then you're having the effect of draining the head energy down. It just really opens up the blood vessels in the feet, helps you relax. Additionally, you're taking in magnesium through your feet, transdermally into your body. So it's a really healthy, good thing to do. And when you take magnesium into your body at night, that helps reduce restless leg syndrome, twitching muscles, muscle cramping, really helps the body be nourished and settled and and relaxed, helps the muscles in the body be relaxed for sleep. So just that one tweak to do that, even if you do it three times a week, is going to over time really improve your sleep. It really will. And the other thing that will improve your sleep is to make sure you're not eating too late. There's a lot of people who enjoy a late night snack or, you know, find themselves uh, eating right before bed. And what they're not realizing is that digestion actually takes a lot of energy. So it's going to be harder for you to get to sleep and get a good night's sleep if your body is trying to digest the food that you just ate. Yeah, that can really affect our sleep. It can also lead to increased acid, which is going to wake us up and and disturb us in the night. Often if we stay up late, we get hungry again. We, our body anticipates another meal. If we start beyond 10, 30, 11, that can really provoke a, a sense of a need to snack. So in Ayurveda, it's recommended that we get to bed before 10 p.m. These energies that I spoke about before, vata, pitta, kapha, they have times that relate to our body clock. So when you go to sleep at 10, it's a good time to sleep. And Ayurvedic practitioners call it catching the kapha wave. There's a, <laughs> there's a good time there where, where the body's grounded and settled, and it's a good wave, a good time to catch to go to sleep. If we start beyond that, we start to get overstimulated, overhungry. And if we're of a pitta personality that runs a little hot, we can get irritable and we can mm-hmm. get argumentative. So it's, it's really good to just have a steady routine. That, again, that's a really important tweak. Same bedtime every night before 10 p.m. if you possibly can. That is a, a choice that I've made and that I changed. I used to be a night owl. I used to stay up until midnight uh, easily. And since I have caught the kapha wave, mm. I've had much better experience sleeping. I'm just so grateful because I fall, to, I fall asleep so, so nicely. Sometimes I, I struggle with staying asleep. And that's where uh, we've talked about this quite a bit, having some warm milk, choose warm almond milk and and nutmeg. The almond milk will help you get to sleep and then the nutmeg will help you stay asleep. And it tastes good, you know, so nice for you to to give yourself that before you go to bed. Yeah, that's a real treat. And and if you're feeling a a little bit snackish, then that's enough to pacify that as well. Yeah, almonds, very good for the nerves. You can make your own almond milk by soaking almonds overnight, putting them in a Nutribullet or a blender the next day. Or there's a nice organic brand I'm able to get hold of here in the UK, really like. It's got a high percentage of almonds, 8% almonds. Very nourishing to the nervous system. Nutmeg's a natural sedative. If you want to, you can also add a pinch of saffron to the milk. Saffron's very soothing to the heart. And I think it's important, too, to just bring forward that if you do have a bathtub and you do make, carve out the time to have that warm bath with magnesium before bed, it will be such a treat. Even, you know, even if you can add that one time a week for calming down and 
really relaxing your muscles. And we often, often both Ananga and I enjoy baths with Epsom salts. I, I don't take them every day, but um, close, close enough. <laughs> and our friends at Natural Vitality make Natural Calm Bath, which is a unique combination of the Natural Calm magnesium and uh, Brazilian gourmet sea salt, both of which are food grade quality. So what that means is that you're giving your skin a product of unparalleled quality with um, the purest elements for your bath. And that's important as well. That's super important. Whenever I look for health products, I look for food grade because very often when you go to buy magnesium for the bath, it's what they call lab grade. So, you know, you can look on Amazon or eBay or somewhere and think, oh, you know, I can get five kilos of magnesium for just a few pounds. It's really cheap but it won't be the same grade magnesium. Again, our skin drinks a lot of our nutrition in, and one of the best ways to take magnesium is transdermally, to have it soak in through the skin. So to have good quality, human-grade, food-grade magnesium is a real bonus. And I don't think we're so aware in the West of just how important it is, what goes in our skin. There's a tradition in Bengal in India where mothers massage their children with mustard oil in the mornings in the sun, and then the kids run around naked in the sunlight. And they all do that to make the children's bones strong because by massaging the oil in and then leaving the kids out in the warm sunlight, that oil gets driven through all the tissues in the body right down to the level of the bone. So really important with oil massage and magnesium soaks to have good quality oil, good quality magnesium, and just invest in that self-care and know that you're really doing yourself a lot of good when you do that. And Ananga, do you use sesame oil um, or do you use more than, I I think I remember you saying that sesame was your go-to. Yeah, sesame oil is really, really good for the nervous system. And again, organic and not toasted, you know, like in in, uh, oriental cuisine, sesame oil is usually toasted. So raw, organic sesame oil, you only need a little bit. And it makes a huge difference to your nerves, the actual health of your nervous system in the body. And if you're suffering with muscle or joint pain, bring in oil and magnesium and it's the best thing you can do for yourself. And finally, we have a a bedtime breathing practice to share. And Anango, would you like to walk everyone through that? Sure. This is a really simple breathing practice you can do in bed. Again, it's an exercise in embracing and welcoming sleep rather than expecting it to just happen and then becoming aggravated with ourselves if it doesn't. Really important to relax into sleep. You just lay on your back with your right hand on your chest and your left hand on your belly and take a long breath out. Empty your lungs completely. Then take a slow, deep breath in and then exhale slowly through your mouth. Just have your mouth slightly open and blow the air out slowly for a count of seven. Feel your chest and belly sink back down under your hands and just keep breathing like that. Breathing in for a count of four, holding your breath for a couple of counts and breathing out for the count of seven. So we often talk about the long exhale breathing practice and how important that is and how helpful that is for reducing stress and anxiety. So there's a a laying down version of the long exhale that you can do in bed. So just counting your breaths. People say, count sheep if you can't sleep. Do you have that in the States? That's what we say in the UK. Yes. (laughs) Count sheep. So 
Counting your breaths, really good thing to do. Stops your mind racing, gives your mind something to focus on, but all the while relaxing your body. So just deep breaths in with your hands on your chest and your belly, counting to four, holding that breath for a couple of counts, and then long, slow breaths out. And then just allow yourself to put yourself in the position that you're most comfortable sleeping in. Ayurveda recommends sleeping on your side, not on your front, and curl yourself up, get yourself supported. And just keep taking deep breaths. So very nice. So very comforting. One of the things that we didn't bring up before we wrap today is that we do have a beautiful album, a sleep album, Guided Relaxations for a Good Night's Sleep, that's available at CD Baby. So if you head to cdbaby.com and just search for Anxiety Slayer, you'll be able to find that sleep album and sample it and see if you like it. If you found this podcast helpful, we'd love if you'd share it. Please share wherever you spend time online and help us reach out to as many anxiety sufferers as we can. Thanks so much for listening in. The Anxiety Slayer Academy has a brand new course for you. Introducing New Beginnings, Daily Steps for Self-Acceptance and Peace of Mind. This course offers a supportive pathway to heal your past and slay your anxiety so you can reclaim your life. Visit Anxiety Slayer today to learn more about the New Beginnings course at anxietyslayer.com forward slash support.